smooth it's, sound. It's jazz. It's it definitely does not depict 2020 at all. Yeah. But that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Who, who was it? Uh, that was Galt McDermott. Never heard of him. Yeah, he's uh, famous for the musical Hair. Uh, hairspray? Not Hairspray. That was John Waters' Hair. Uh, you know, I never saw Hairspray. I think mm-hmm. I might have seen like five minutes of one of the versions, but mm-hmm. I don't care to see it, but go <laughs> ahead. Uh, yeah, the the musical Hair, which was in the late 60s, early 70s, about the time the original Hairspray was coming out, too. Uh, but there was a new scene in it, and it was a musical on Broadway. Spoiler with a, alert. <laughs> with, a, with a nude scene in it. Um, and there were, it was just, you know, it was like hippie shit. Uh, this song, um, if you've ever heard it, um, The Age of Aquarius, mm. that's uh, a song he wrote. But I, I like that jazzy thing that we just listened to. Which I don't is, know. Age of Aquarius sounds familiar, but I, I honestly, I... I could this just be is the that dawning up. of the age of Aquarius. Oh. The age of Aquarius. Aquarius. Oh, God. It's horrible. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, people. <laughs> oh, God. Hopefully no one's ears were hurt in the making of this podcast. <laughs> um, but that, that was Coffee Cold. Uh, is the name of that that particular song I played, which I love. It's my favorite jazz. Okay, song so right what now. does Hair have to do with it? Well, Hair he wrote. He's famous for writing Hair, and it was a musical. Yes. Okay. We about done with that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Um, and I love musicals. You know that most mm-hmm. most of them, mm-hmm. not all of them. Mm-hmm. Hence, Hairspray. I never saw it. Don't want to. Um, Okay, so yeah, welcome back. It's Why Bother, Why Bother podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Phil. This is episode 26. Um, we actually haven't talked to you guys in a while, so I hope everyone's Thanksgiving went well and safe, which feels like a moot point at, at this particular time because it's been, it feels like Thanksgiving was a thousand years ago at this point. And Christmas is like tomorrow. Not really tomorrow, but close well, enough. Close enough, yeah. A little too close enough, if you ask me. Um, I don't know. I wanted to read you a thing of the news that was pretty interesting to me, and I don't know if you heard this or not, so cue the news. So this is something that I I heard it a few days ago, and I thought it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think that you heard it or anything about it, but maybe you did. Mm-hmm. Um, record-breaking baby is 27 years old, two years younger than her mom. You haven't heard this, right? What? Yeah. It's a true story. And once I read it to you, you'll be like, oh, okay, well, I get it. Not really. It's not uh, literal. All right. I, 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 all right. Before you even say a word, I'm going to guess that it is a frozen embryo that was implanted into a frozen embryo from 30 years ago or whatever the, what, whatever the age was. It was implanted into a woman 
that is younger than the embryo is old. Now, see, that's what I thought, too. Because uh-huh. that's where a human mind would go to. Uh-huh. But no, this is an alien. No, I'm just kidding. You were right. You were absolutely right. Um, yeah, it's a, but it's a cool story. Mm-hmm. It's There's a mere 18-month age gap between this proud mom and her baby. And thanks to the wonders of science, the record-breaking infant is technically 27 years old. Molly Everett Gibson was born from an embryo that was frozen in October 1992. Only 18 months after her mother, Tina, now 29, was born in April 1991. How fucking weird is that? Mm-hmm. She said, it's hard to wrap your head around it, um, that she told the Post in her home of Knoxville, Tennessee. But as far as we're concerned, Molly, I guess is the baby's name, is our little miracle. According to the researchers, the University of Tennessee Preston Medical Library, the girl enters the history books as the longest frozen embryo known to result in a live birth. Remarkably, Molly's October 26th arrival broke the previous record held by ah, her sister, Emma Wren, who spent 24 years on ice before her delivery in November 2017. Now, I got all this. Oh, and the baby's adorable. Oh, I'll have to show you when I, later. Okay. Okay. Oh, the baby's so cute. It's all like swaddled and it's adorable. So I got all that and I, like you, when I read the title, I'm like, huh? And then I was like, oh, it has to be mm-hmm. like you said. But right. um, I didn't read it enough to find out why. What do you mean why? Like why that particular one 27 years later like, it couldn't have been a husband of hers that died because she was only two years apart from her baby. So in that case, she would have had to have been two years old when her husband died. You don't have a husband at two. Do you understand what I mean? No. A lot of people that do this have eggs frozen. Yeah. That's, that's... Oh, her eggs. It wasn't the sperm. I mean, no, I... well, this wasn't eggs. This was an embryo. An embryo. So this was sperm okay. and egg already fertilized. I just wanted to know why, because there's different reasons why people do that, you know? Well, they were probably hoping to... Uh, okay, hold on. Tina and her, I'm sorry. Tina and her husband, Benjamin, 36, first turned to the NEDC, whatever that stands for, after trying naturally on their own to have a child over five years. Benjamin has um, cystic fibrosis, okay, which can cause infertility. The pair married now for 10 years, had previously fostered kids and were considering traditional adoption. Okay, so basically that's why they did it. But I just don't understand why they would pick one from um, that long ago. Do you know what I mean? Just because that's what was available, and it probably... They didn't have any other ones available. Well, the the thing is... From 27 years ago. Those cost anywhere from, like, the bare minimum an embryo would Mm -hmm. cost would be $10,000. And that's just for the embryo. That's not for the implantation or anything like that. But the thing is... Don't don't get me wrong, real quick, before you finish. I don't find anything wrong with it. I think it's awesome. I think it's totally cool. But the the thing is that the people that had it originally that that it is their genetic child or however it was came up with they got paid the money. Yes, to they do got that. paid the money. Plus, they have to pay money constantly, probably annually. Who's to the the people who owned it originally to keep it frozen? Yes, to keep it frozen. 
So the windup is that they probably got tired of paying every year to keep it frozen, and they also needed the money. So the here's the my thing: I don't understand it still because there's so many people that want to have a baby they can't have babies, mm-hmm. and so they go to women to have their baby, the stuff implanted into you know, yeah, or they go to adopt, or they um, pay a woman who's already pregnant and is going to have a baby that when she has the baby to give it to them. So I'm just saying like, if these things are available and the people are tired of paying to keep them in there and then there's a family that wants a baby. Well, that's exactly what it happened. should just happen more often is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, it's the, the embryos considered property though. So it's, it's kind of like it, it, you, it, you know, it just... Things were a lot easier when I used to think that a stork brought the baby. <laughs> okay? So I okay. just I just want to be five again. Okay. All right. But I just really... I thought it was a um, very interesting story. Mm-hmm. It is. It's cool, you know? And yep. it's not like they're cloning anyone. They're not. Yeah. You know? And they wanted a baby, and they're going to take care of the baby. And apparently they had the one before that, mm-hmm. they said, I said, right? Yeah. I read. I read that, right? Yes. Okay. Um, well, no, they didn't, but her, uh, the, the, the original couple, whoever they may be, which wasn't mentioned in the article. No, I think they got, yeah, it beat the record. This one beat the record of right. the previous one, so I thought the same couple got the previous one. I'm assuming, yeah, you may be right, but I'm assuming they meant sister in the fact that genetic sister. Maybe. Maybe genetically and now in... Yeah, maybe. maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I, I would answer that question, but I don't feel like reading it again. Okay. Oh, here's another one. A Texas waitress. Um, there was a somebody who went, and I should have read more into this one, but I don't know. You guys can look it up, but they probably already heard it. A Texas waitress got a, a $2,000 tip. Whoever went in there, um, their meal was mm-hmm. $69.01. Mm-hmm. And they... Um, tipped her $2,000. Final amount, Mm $2,000, And then he did a signature, which looks like chicken scratch. But anyway, he wrote on like the top of it, um, keep up the hard work or something, because she was working. I think it was on Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. or something like that. And then the um, restaurant did not want to give her that $2,000 for some odd reason. I don't know. But the last I checked into it, um, she did get it. Mm-hmm. But I knew she had to go through a fight. So she probably doesn't even work there anymore. And I don't know. It's just weird to me. Yeah. The, well, the restaurant, that's ridiculous. The restaurant loses hugely by not giving her that money because it's bad. Bad business. Yeah. Especially now with all the restaurants going out. Under. Yeah. A, a story like that catches the media's uh-huh. eye. And, and brings people yeah. in and things like yeah. that. And I don't know what, again, I should have looked it up more. And I did have it, but a lot of the things got erased on my, uh, the screenshots I was taking, the stories mm-hmm. I was looking up. And then I just never went back and looked at that one. But um, I really should. But, um, yeah, I don't know why they were trying to, because it said they were trying to stiff her. Mm-hmm. They were not giving her that $2,000. She had to fight for well, it. Well, another thing is the, it, what kind of makes sense. If they wait a little while, the, the problem is that the, the, the customer could charge that back. The customer could change their mind, call their credit card Yeah, company. I don't think that's what happened. Because it's, it's, it would have said, but then take 
customer gets tipped two thousand dollars, but then right, but person takes it the, back. The but person can take it back for a long time. I know what you're saying. Five days, but I, I don't think that's oh. So maybe so, they just didn't give it to right. her for, for forty five right. days to that's, make sure. That's what I mean. Well, that wouldn't be stiffing her. Yeah. So, maybe. but she might have considered it stiffing her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But anybody before they would put any kind of journalist that before they would put that on the thing yeah. should do their homework instead of making the restaurant well, if that's what happened instead of making the restaurant look like assholes they're going to lose more business that way you know what i mean yeah. i wanted to ask you a couple things because i go to you you're my human google you know that mm-hmm. um okay this is like a quiz i know the answer only because i looked at already looked. googled it yeah then yeah. what am i then what is because it? i want to see if you know i want to see how smart you are okay all right or not Okay. Or, or aren't. Okay. Who said, trust but verify? Now, you've heard that quote, yes? Yeah. Who said that? A famous person said it. Trust but verify. Uh, I don't know. Not a clue in the world. Really? Yeah. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Ronald Reagan. Okay. Okay. You're, yes, I, I have heard that. I've just forgot entirely. Secular. What does that mean? Means non-religious. Oh, so atheism. Not necessarily, no. Well, it just means that... Atheism it, it, is non-religious, so wouldn't that be secular? Yeah, in other words, things that don't have to do with religion. It doesn't discount the possibility of religion. It's just things that are not part of religion. I don't get it. Okay, so, like, then you can't include... I would say schools would be secular, but they're not, really. If they are, they are if they're not. If they are a regular school, public school. Yes. They're supposed to be, but then you say the Pledge of Allegiance, which is says under God. Yeah. You bring money to school to buy food and stuff like that, which says in God we trust on it. This is all the stuff I heard when I was a teenager that kids would complain about just because we were teenagers and they nothing else to bitch about and I really was clueless I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about I knew that money said in God we trust and I knew that we said the Pledge of Allegiance included under God but I just didn't understand what the hell they were bitching about mm-hmm. I'm like I don't understand <laughs> yeah it's, I, I think it's it's to me that sort of thing is just looking back now I'm thinking it was probably their parents that were putting that in their heads because and they probably heard it from their parents mm-hmm. and then would say it at school. Because mm-hmm. we were just too, I mean, we weren't, the crowd at my school, we didn't really give a shit about stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. You keep muting. You're leaving me hanging by myself. All right, dogma. Dogma mm-hmm. is a, <clears throat> um, dogma is actually a religious a religious decree that is handed down. So in other words, what the Pope's... Like a physical like a decree. Meaning what, what the, is said to be done in the religion. So a, a, a religious rule? Yes, exactly, yeah. That's dogma. That's dogma. So dogma would be um, praying before every meal. Which we don't do, just throwing it out there. But that's dogma? That's dogma. Wow. I would never have guessed that. And I've heard the word dogma and thought that 
the way that I've heard it used before that I might have a clue of what it meant. Mm -hmm. Apparently, I didn't know what the fuck I was thinking. Um, Antebellum. Now, this is a um, tricky one because there is... Did you ever hear of the country band called Lady Antebellum? Yeah. Okay. Well, they took, after the whole Black Lives Matter Mm -hmm. thing that just happened, George Floyd and all that, they took out... um, they dropped the antebellum from their name. Right. Did you know that? Yes. Okay, and now they're just called Lady? Lady A. Oh, Lady A. That's and right. There's, yeah, because Lady more would, to it than would that. be kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, and, and so I was asking, first of all, what does antebellum mean? And second of all, now that I know that you know that and there's more to it, I want to hear. Well, the, the more to it as far as the Lady Antebellum, which I've never listened to their music. I don't like country, but nonetheless. You like some country. Yeah, The nonetheless, they... Um, it changed their name to Lady A, and there was already a black artist named Lady A, mm. which they sued so they could take that name, mm. which probably was not a good move on their part. Oh I don't, my God, that's so fucked I, up. That's rude. Yeah, I don't know what, what the turnout of that was, but nonetheless. I would say offer her money would be one thing, but or him or whoever. Well, yeah. Lady A it was probably a woman, right? Probably. Uh, Offer her money for her name. Don't fucking sue her. She had it first. Yeah. I don't get... I did not hear anything about that. Go ahead, Um, Mr. I Know Everything. So there was that. Antebellum just means before the Civil War. Okay. I knew it had to have something to do with the whole race Mm -hmm. thing because of, you know, when they dropped it and I knew that was why. But Antebellum what is... Before the Civil War. So in other words, it's it's just refers to, to anything that in the South... Okay, and now we're now we're scraping down more. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anything in, in the, the south, south before the Civil War, right. but what do you mean by everything? What do you mean by what? It, <laughs> do you mean like they called the South the Antebellum? Yeah, the a- Antebellum South is something that is referred to now. Oh, the Antebellum South. You can say Antebellum Homes. Well, which it's are, not can, which it's, are homes which which existed before the Civil War. You can uh, say. Um, if there was a person alive, you could call that person antebellum. As long as they were alive before the Civil War. Yes. If they're still alive today, you can call them that? Yeah, you would be able to, yeah. At the, I don't know. Wow, there's another one. I Now, see, the first one, secular. I guess that kind of made sense. Dogma, you threw me way the fuck off. Antebellum, wow. it's I'm out there now. Um, <laughs> this one, it's a clothing store. Mm-hmm. And it has a meaning. Okay. I don't fucking get it. I'm guessing that the clothing store obviously is named after the meaning, once I tell you. Okay. You'll get it, and you'll understand. But Banana Republic. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what does it mean? Like, I don't... There's a Banana Republic clothing store, yes? Yeah. And I guess that's na- I guess that's named after the Banana Republic. Yes. Is it well, a sexual thing? No, it's not a sexual thing. Oh, thank it, God. I don't want to think about old white guys and their... Go ahead. It's not a sexual thing, and it's not a, an individual. It's a phrase. Uh, it's a phrase that preexisted before the store, and it just Obviously. means basically the, um, the little um, itty-bitty countries down in Central and South America um, where bananas are grown. <laughs> they're they're called banana republics. Really? Yes. So little itty bitty 
itty bitty city. <laughs> itty bitty. <laughs> like Belize and Bolivia. And the, and oh, the, uh, I thought you must said down in the south. I thought you meant South our, America. Our south. No, South America. Okay, that grows bananas. Yes. And it's just called Republic because it's in the south, I guess? No, because it's a country. Oh. Okay, that's... Well, you know what? It's not as bad as a sexual... And that's usually that's usually a slap. It's kind of like saying, you know, the, the, the way it's typically used, aside from the clothing store, which kind of did the thing where you reclaim it... <laughs> But they're using that because they're tropical, you know, climbs, you know, it's, it's tropical down there. So it's, uh, it brings to, to call their clothing, which is kind of like light khaki shorts and that kind of shit. Um, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> no, don't, I don't get it. Okay. You know, um, it's weird. Like I, I, just because we're talking about geography, um, I just learned today, Mm-hmm what the Louisiana purchase actually was like, I think, I think I always just heard it, the Louisiana purchase and I never even thought of it in like for the longest time. Uh I never even thought of it as in purchasing Louisiana, like us purchasing Louisiana. I just heard it Mm -hmm. as a Louisiana purchase, just a phrase, you know? Mm -hmm. And then since I've been with you, for I, I just always known, okay, Louisiana purchase, it's gotta be, you know, us purchasing Louisiana. Well, I think and, there are other okay. states as well in that. I can't remember. Right, but. but the Louisiana purchase is specifically I think France owned it. Yeah. I never knew that before. I never mm-hmm. knew any of this. I learned it today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just proud of myself. Bear with me, guys. I'm really pathetic. All right, so France owned it and they sold it to us for like two hundred and Fifty million dollars. It is now worth two hundred and fifty or two hundred sixty trillion dollars. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I I just never thought of the Louis. Now Louisiana is where um, uh, Nolans is, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Pe- people say Nolans, yeah. right? New Orleans, but um, what's the capital? Louisiana. Hurry up! Hurry up! Lafayette. No, no. Louisiana, hurry up, hurry up. I don't know. Baton Rouge. Oh. Baton Rouge, baby. One more question, and then we'll move on to something else. I don't know what, but something. Um, the YMCA. Mm-hmm. You told me a long time ago. I had just always, actually, I didn't even know what the YMCA was other than people sang it in a song. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, um, and then I, I knew it was a place. You told me. That it was... No, no, no. And then I knew it was a place that had a pool. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I took swimming lessons there. When well, I was... other people... I, I did know that mm-hmm. before you. Because I knew other people went mm-hmm. to the YMCA for the pool. So now I'm, I was just thinking, all right, so then it's a place with a pool. So it's like where you go to swim. People, they teach you how to swim at the YMCA. Then I got with you. Mm-hmm. And then you told me it's actually like... It's like a gym... Right. Yeah, it's a. It's like a gym, mm-hmm. and it has a pool. <laughs> I've, cl- I've clarified that, and um, and then I found out from you what the song was about. Mm-hmm. It, is it a hotel too? No. It, it. I remember you telling me that they would let homeless men sleep there. 
Yeah, well, you would pay. It, it, it was... That's right, like, really cheap. Yes. I, I don't get how that all worked out, how that all began, and I don't... And I'm sure you've told me this before, but the hell if I remember, I don't <laughs> can remember that. And it was, to my credit, a long time ago that we had this conversation. What made... Um, who, like, started that, and how come women can't... Well, there is a, a YWCA. There is? Yes. Well, there's no song about it. <laughs> Sexist fucks. No, go ahead. Um, the, uh, I don't know any of the real, I don't know the, the whole history or anything like that. It's not like I know who the founder was or anything like that. But it's okay. I'm sure it was sometime in the 1800s or early 1900s. I just wanted to say that my dog just made a noise and that this time it was me. The last time it was not me. It was him. Sorry. Go ahead. Um. Sometime in the late 1800s, early 1900s, I'm sure. That was around back then? Yeah. Wow. And I, I could look it up, but I'm betting, I'm betting more on the early 1900s than the late 1800s. Um, it was founded as the Young Men's Christian Association. Uh, that's what it stands Young for. Young Men's Christian Association. Okay. And it's just kind of like a community center that you... Uh, See, once you put Christian in there, I, I, I just get it. But go mm-hmm. ahead. <laughs> um, it's kind of like a community center that you pay to. Now, when it first started, was it only boys? Yeah. Okay. And right now, even today, the YMCA, only men are allowed in it? No. Uh, the, the because one... you said there's a... Yes. That, the, the whole rooming thing. Uh, you used to be able to get rooms at the, at the Y. And um, the uh, the whole for room, real cheap, yeah, for like whole, a couple bucks or something. Yeah, the whole rooming thing was was separated by by sex, right? But as told in the song by the village people, it became popular with gay men. Well, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> so the the whole sex angle uh, that they were trying people to, find a way, baby. Yeah. They find a way. Bunch of perverts. No, I'm just kidding. Um. So yeah, there were rooming houses. Uh, I don't know if there are any YMCA's with rooming houses anywhere anymore. I doubt it. Okay, yeah, that was my next question. Um, there definitely there was not. Uh, there's a YMCA in Woodbury uh, where I learned to swim as a, as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took swimming lessons there, and uh, there were no rooming. There was no rooming house attached. Would to you that. have Would you have stayed? Definitely not. No. Mm. Um, it's interesting that so they just phased out the whole yeah. staying there thing. Yeah. Pro- yeah, probably after the village people. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, village people. No. Um, so that's now. Were the um, village people were they really gay? Like, all, were they all gay? Were some of them gay? Were I believe they're all gay. Really. So did you hear about the whole um, monolith thing? Monolith thing, no. Monolith, which I didn't even... Oh, no, 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 I have, yes, I have. Okay, so the one that, there was one that popped up in Utah. Mm -hmm. That's the first place, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Okay, did you see it, like a picture of it or anything? Okay. Um, Apparently, it's like the one on what, Planet of the Apes or something? Uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah, that, I... I never saw that, but you would know. Um, I think you have seen it. We watched. Uh, I have the movie, and maybe you didn't watch it. Yeah, I, I bet you've seen it though. 
think so? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. Now, I remember seeing the top part of the um, Statue of Liberty sticking out of the sand on the Planet of the Apes, but I've never even seen that Planet of the Apes. That was what the originally long time ago, like first original Planet of the right. Apes. Right, it's not Planet of the Apes. Right, but what I'm saying is right. that's what I've seen, a picture of that. I've, right. I don't think I've ever seen anything. I don't even think I knew what a monolith was until this story. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the first one was in Utah. We can battle about that later, who cares? Mm-hmm. And the second one, uh, Romania mm-hmm. popped up. Right. And the third one, somewhere in California. Yeah popped up and i think that one has since disappeared but um do you think i mean obviously it's not aliens or anything like that i'm not a moron but um do you think my question is do you think it's the same person or the same group of people that are putting these up all over or do you think it was just like a copycat after the first one i think it was a copycat after the first one i think the one in romania mm-hmm. was probably a copycat I think the two in the U.S., the first one in Utah, it, it and the third be. one in California were probably the same group of people or whatever. That's just my take on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because Romania is like way, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I That's just... But it could be three totally different people. I just... It's just funny, the shit that people do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay, so you did hear that story. Yes. And do you find it interesting at all? Yeah, somewhat, I guess. Just to wonder who did it and why? Yeah, it's just some guerrilla artist or something. Somebody like Banksy or... Uh, Who's that? He's a, a... I guess you could call it graffiti. He's a famous artist who does weird things. Used to be graffiti. It's not graffiti anymore. For instance, he, he had a... Um, he had a drawing or something like that that went up for auction. Um, and nobody knew this was going to happen before it happened. Uh, but it went up for auction, sold for several million dollars. Hmm. And then the frame that it was built into, mm-hmm. the minute it sold, there must have been somebody, either the actual artist, Banksy, Oh, who, I remember you telling me about that. Some, so, go ahead. Uh, nobody knows who Banksy is. Like his, that was my next question. Is is right not is not secret. Right. Um, so then the the frame um, shredded the the picture that was in it. It like the picture dropped yeah. through it and it shredded it the minute it sold. So I don't get that. Like how I remember that story. You told me about that story. What's yeah. what's the name? Banksy. Banksy. Yeah. It's either Banksy that did this monolith thing or somebody a lot like him. Or some guy... Could he get, is anything that he's doing illegal? I would say that's illegal no, to sell that and then have it be shredded. Yeah. I've, that's... Okay, well, it's fucked up. If anything, yeah. take him to moral court. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. You, know. you can also... I mean, you're still getting the thing. It's not like it's... No, it shredded the picture. That's what yeah, he paid it, for. It shredded it, but you could take it. It's it's not like it cross-shredded it into tw- 20 billion pieces. It shredded it like a normal strips, like a quarter-inch wide. Like a shredder. I'm sure you could re- reassemble it, not it that It doesn't far. matter. It's still fucked up. It's yeah, stupid. It's, it, it doesn't is... make any sense at all whatsoever. And especially if someone's going to pay him that much money mm-hmm. for that, why do that? 
because that's like you say it over there like it's the funniest thing you've ever heard with a big that, smile on your face and it's well, just I don't think up. it's 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 just the weird it's just that's just how he is. That's that's the sort of thing he does. Well, why would anyone buy anything from him then? I don't know. Who was the guy who um stuck a banana taped a banana to a wall and sold it as art and it sold for like $125,000? I I don't know. You didn't hear about that? No. Yeah, somebody went into an art museum hmm. and took a banana mm-hmm. and duct taped it to the wall in the museum mm-hmm. and it sold for like $125,000. And yeah. that was, it wasn't, it wasn't 2020. This was like within, within the last couple of years. Yeah, the, I've seen weirder. <clears throat> I've seen physically, uh, like not on the. I've seen physically in the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Um, there was an art installation there when I was there last, which was many years ago at this point. But um, there was an art installation where it was fruit, and it was probably a good fifty between fifty to a hundred pieces of fruit where the skins were taken off and then sewed back like the 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 skins were sewn back together good so it would be like an like an orange um where the orange the actual orange part that you eat is taken out and the the skin is actually sewn back together and there's 50 between 50 to 100 pieces of fruit like this like a banana and the banana skin would be all sewn back together and it would be, you know, look like a whole banana. It was probably stuffed with something too, like cotton or something like that. But it actually had uh, stitch marks uh, where, where the banana skin was, was stitched back together. Same with an orange, same with, you know, various other fruits. And there was 50 to 100 of these sewn up fruits sitting on a floor in the Philadelphia Museum of Art. And I, I, was there i saw that you know it's that art is just weird stuff like that. yes art is it's just your perception yeah in any form yeah it's just the perception of the perception of the buyer Mm -hmm. i mean whatever they think of it is what and it could be sexual it could be Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean but Mm -hmm. um but let's face it some of it's just fucking plain stupid $125,000, $125,000, I will take a banana and duct tape it up your ass. Give me $125,000. And it wasn't even like he just walked in and, from what I heard, mm. just walked into the museum and just, I guess, spontaneously duct taped. So that's our take on art, and this is um, Brian Regan's take on art. How do you decide if art is any good? Who's in charge of that, you know? Realistic art, you can tell because you can compare it to the real thing. Hey, there's a painting of a bowl of fruit. Hey, there's a real bowl of fruit. That's a great painting. I look just like a bowl of fruit. Everybody agrees and you move on. Man, that guy can paint some fruit. I look just like an apple. But abstract art, who decides if that's good or not? Like Picasso, he puts two eyes on the same side of the face. Hmm. And if I were judging, I'd have to take points off. (laughs) Pablo, look around. Does anyone have two eyes on the same side of the face? 
No, hence the low score. I don't know. I just wanted to, um, because it reminded me of what we were talking about. But he's absolutely right. I've thought of that a billion times about Picasso and all abstract art. I don't. I, I like it. Picasso's? Yeah. It's so goofy looking. Like, it looks that's, like a child. That's what did. It. Yeah, and that's what people who know art and say I don't. All that I don't stuff. know art. I enjoy art. I do. I do too, depending on what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, it really has to catch something inside of me. Like, I, apparently, I mm-hmm. do art. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. Poetry is art. Yeah. Right. Uh, I have a children's book. Yeah, I made a child. I wrote a children's book, and I've always written poems. I've been in the paper and um, actually in the newspaper twice, and um, in a um, a book of poetry that actually some libraries carry. Not all of them do, but some do. But um, yeah, so that's a form of art. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, but yeah, some art like I could see pictures, like a painting or something, mm-hmm. and then. It'll just, like, I'll fall in love with it. I'll be like, oh, my God, that's so pretty. But it wouldn't be something that somebody who really knew art would choose. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't get art like that. Like, I could go in a museum. I I like old stuff. I love looking at pictures um, that were taken a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Like, you know that. Like, old, old pictures that were taken a long time ago. I love that. Is that art? I don't know. Yeah, definitely. But I I mean like real pictures, like people, like pioneer days. And in the 50s, I love the 50s. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know if that's art, but I like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But you like Picasso? Yeah. Hmm. All of his stuff? Who who did the one that, um, it's the beach scene and it's all dots i can't remember i don't remember either but that one i like Mm -hmm. i like that one and i liked it before i found out it was all dots Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think i went to the museum with it was either with a school or i went to the museum with family which we never go to the museum so it's probably not that i don't know it was something and i saw it and then i found out later that it had all it was all made out of just tiny mm-hmm. little dots of paint. And I don't know. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, Picasso, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm surprised that you like it. I do. I don't know why, but I'm surprised. I didn't think you would. Why not? I don't know. I like weird things. I've always liked, you know I Gee, like Gee, thanks. Weird thanks. That <laughs> makes me feel great. I feel so. No, this is something I you know so about I feel so not me, weird. So. Yeah, I know, but I just didn't think that um, Picasso was one of them. And it's not that Picasso's weird, because... I think Picasso is weird. Well, I mean, yeah, he's weird. But, but I, I mean, I, a lot of people, like, he's not a, he's not a niche, mm-hmm. or a niche, or a niche, niche, whatever. What? He, oh, he's very famous, so mm-hmm. apparently you like his kind of weird among many others that like his, his kind of weird. Yeah. So it's not that weird. I Do you guess, know what I mean? Yeah. But you are weird. Yeah, I don't especially like Picasso. But I'm uh, there, weird. there are artists I like much better than Picasso. The the I one think I can't everyone's even... weird <laughs> in their own way. Seriously, the, the surrealist art uh, I like, uh, and pop art like Warhol and that sort of stuff. I think 3D art is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like you know how they do the um, 3D design 
with like chalk on mm -hmm. the sidewalks yeah. and it looks like you're going to fall down yeah. in this. I would look at that and I would, you know, me in heights, I'd mm -hmm. get like dizzy. I would, you know, mm -hmm. no, that stuff's scary, but it's so cool looking. Yeah. And then 3d tattoos. I think I've showed you pictures yeah. of them. They're so awesome looking. I guess it's just, but yeah, once again, it just points back to your perception. <laughs> well, I guess we're done. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But um, I have a feeling that, and I'm saying this to you mm -hmm. as well as anyone, if anyone is listening, um, I have a feeling that we're going to do another one of these in a couple of days. So we'll have like two out in a mm -hmm. week. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I, I miss, you know, mm -hmm. I miss being on here and talking with you and anyone mm -hmm. else. Um, we have no friends, so we have no life. Anyway, um, the number, you can cut that part out, too. Okay? <laughs> That's about it. We're going to call it quits for the night. And uh, as always, you guys can text us at 856-882-9670. Uh, or you want me to do it? You want me yeah. to try? I'm going to try it. it. I'm going to try it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Two, three, four. Or you can email us at y.bother dot pod at gmail dot com yay fucking nailed it <laughs> first try good night guys good night everyone